Hello, this is Jose Cortez, uh, advisor, influencer of change, and podcaster extraordinaire. Uh, Today, we're talking about uh, the seven mistakes that people make when choosing a financial advisor. You know, this is a very important topic, and uh, I think that people really just don't take the time to really go through the process in, in, in a very thorough manner up front and what could be a relationship that could last 20, 30 years that's going to be built on trust. And the conversations that we have with our clients, we're digging deep. We're asking a lot of really good questions. And oftentimes, we'll know more about our clients than anybody really outside of their, just their household and their family, uh, more than their attorney, more than their CPA. Uh, and, and the relationship should be deep and meaningful. And so today, I just want to go through seven different uh, areas in which it would be helpful for people to do their due diligence, just take a couple of little extra steps, do a little bit of extra work on the front end so they get the best out of it. So let's get started. Number one is understanding the client onboarding experience. Very often, people will sit in the chair or sit across from an advisor and not really understand uh, how the onboarding experience is going to go. How long is the meeting going to take? How long uh, should we expect to come back with any kind of planning or recommendations? And, and how long will it take from beginning to end while the client is evaluating and exploring whether this relationship makes sense and the advisor is asking enough questions to make sure that they can make a good recommendation. So how many meetings is it going to take? What are these meetings going to look like? Where will these meetings be held? So really understanding the client onboarding experience from front to end uh, so that the expectations are clear on the front end. Number two, understanding the fee schedule or how the advisor is compensated. Now, I think this one is is getting uh, a a little bit more popular. And and as uh, we understand a little bit uh, around the cost of uh, particular products or strategies, uh, I think it's important for uh, prospective clients to ask uh, the advisor how they're compensated, uh, what goes into a, a decision uh, in, in terms of implementing something for their plan. And, and at the end of the day, uh, you really want to make sure you're in a situation where it's a win-win-win. So it's a win for the family, it's a win for the advisor, it's a win for the institution, uh, and it's a level playing field. Number three, getting a second comparison opinion. And this is very important because there's different styles, different platforms, different planning approaches. And at the end of the day, you have to go with a planning approach that really fits and aligns with your family's or your business's goals and long-term objectives, as well as your values and beliefs. Especially with today's commoditized uh, investment-heavy advisory platforms, we really, really coach our clients to think about the planning experience in terms of a conversation that covers everything under the sun, including the things that they have inside of their workplace, benefits, uh, education and funding, retirement planning, retirement assets, real estate, taxes, estate planning, uh, and er everything inside of the business. Oftentimes, we see that clients have all these pieces to the puzzle, but often these pieces aren't talking to each other. So when you're sitting with the advisor, is that advisor really just having a conversation around investments? Really just having a conversation around return? Or are they having an overwhelmingly holistic approach 
to what's relevant in your world. And compare which one feels better. Number four, making the time. This is what could be ultimately one of the most important factors of most people's personal lives. And how often we see that folks really just don't take time out of their schedule to really give this the attention that it deserves. We're living really, really busy lives today. And often it's hard to just slow down and get off the treadmill of life and spend 30 minutes, an hour, once every couple of months, uh, maybe a little bit more on the front end as we get, get clients onboarded, but really just taking the time and making sure that we're on track, making sure it's still in alignment with what you're doing, both in the personal side of things and in the business side of things. Number five, asking questions. Whether it's for pride or being afraid to ask the wrong question, oftentimes we're seeing folks sitting in the chair, nodding their heads with a really blank stare. I challenge my my clients to ask questions. I'm getting them to really look at and 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 pause and 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 really kind of think through what we're actually having a conversation around to making sure there's a connection with the, with with the context in terms of where it fits so that it helps them think through where are the gaps am i missing information can i ask about something here should i be asking about something here uh, so that there's no gaps and, 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 and there's, there's more alignment in terms of what's going to get done and why it's going to get done. Uh, I, I think folks really need to come in prepared with, with, with questions on the front end uh, and, and really absorb the process, be present in the process, and really uh, not be afraid to ask questions. And if you're in a room where you're really intimidated by the process or really intimidated by the advisor and you don't feel like you're comfortable enough to ask questions, that kind of goes back to either number one or 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 number uh or number three uh, is are you in the right place number six ask the advisor about their background and their personal life and their family and their values you really want to know who you're working with and who you're bringing into your household you have to have a level of trust and confidence to know that they're going to be there and they're going to be there and accessible and more than anything that their background and their values and their beliefs really align with yours. Uh, I, I, I can't stress enough the importance of really just building that trust and relationship with somebody who you need to look to in, in, in both good times and in bad times. And number seven, connection and certainty. And what that means is you know, today we're in a place where we're flooded with information. We've got so much information at our fingertips. But we're failing to take action. We're over flooded with information, but we're underwhelming when it comes to taking massive action. And and today people procrastinate, they make excuses. Uh, and, and you really want to have uh, a relationship. So when you're evaluating a, a uh, 
an, an advisor relationship, you really want to feel like you've got an accountability partner, that you've got somebody that's going to push you just to do a little bit extra, just like a personal trainer in the gym. Most of us can walk into any LA Fitness, any Lifetime Fitness, any any gym and really look at the machines and really kind of figure it out if we really wanted to just do a workout. But the reason why personal trainers are there is because they're accountability. They make us just do just a little bit more that we really, really don't want to, but that really is going to benefit our future selves. So you want to make sure that there's that connection there, that that you feel that there's somebody that's just going to push you just to do a little bit more and that you'll be better off over 10 years, 15 years, and eventually your kids will be better off. And and, 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 uh, and, and, and other podcasts will talk a little bit about legacy, um, but, but that's huge. Um, and today people don't really need fancy tools and all these uh, fancy plans are great and I think they're great in really telling the story and making sure that, that we've understood the client's dreams and goals and what they're trying to accomplish. Uh, but at the end of the day, clients want certainty. They want to make sure that they're, they're, they're getting peace of mind, that the things that they're doing uh, are, are right for their situation. So thanks for listening. Uh, if you have any questions, feel free to send me a message. Um, and I hope you guys have a wonderful day.